I want to ask you all, not, don't walk right now, because we, we need to give full and total attention to the word of God. And also, I have a message to you. And I know the Lord will speak to your heart today. Are you with me? Hey, let's just look to the Lord, for, for to the cross, for what he did, and to receive this word. Amen? Today's message is, it's Friday, but Sunday is coming. It's Friday, but Sunday is come. And I want to read Luke 24, 1 to 8. Luke 24, from verse 1 to 8, that says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared, and they went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away, from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the woman bowed down with their face to the ground, but the man said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. It's a powerful thing to understand what happened during I Passover. I also don't like to use this word Easter. Because you are go not going to find in the Bible the word Easter. But you're going to find the word Passover. And a great preacher... Dr. S.M. Lockridge, one African-American pastor, delivered a famous sermon called It's Friday, but Sunday is coming. And uh, I want you to watch a video in a few minutes. It's a three minutes long, but it's a message of pure and profound truth. And I want you to hear from the lips of this great preacher. Then I will come right back. Please. It's Friday. Jesus is praying. Peter is asleep. Judas is betrayed. But Sunday is coming. It's Friday. Pilate's struggling. The council is conspiring. The crowd is vilified. They don't even know that Sunday's coming. 
In this three, in this sermon, was preached about Calvary. It was a Friday, but Sunday is coming. And I want to preach today a good news. I'm not here to give you a bad news. Today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. It's Easter Sunday. Jesus is coming. 
Jesus is coming back. If you do not know, he's coming back. He said, I'm going to go to the Father, but I'm going to come back. Just like he said he would. He will come back. And you and me, we need to be prepared for that day. In that day, many of you is going to say, I waste my life doing my own things. I waste my life just taking care of me. Jesus is coming back because it's Sunday. Sunday is coming. He went through all that suffering because he loved you and me. And he wanted us saved. This is why there is no Easter Sunday without horrible Fridays. Maybe you are going to one horrible Friday. But Sunday is coming. <laughs> In that Friday, the sky grew dark. The earth began to tremble. The veil, the veil in the temple was torn. Jesus was hanging in that cross. Heaven was weeping. And hell was rejoicing. The perfect man, Jesus Christ, was dying that terrible death. Satan thought that he destroyed Jesus on that Friday. Satan thought that that battle was won for hell on Friday. But three days later, a mighty angel was dispatched from heaven. Then he rode the stone away. And Jesus stepped out of that tomb. When he died on that cross, he died as a silent lamb. He didn't open his mouth. He died as a silent lamb. But when he rose from dead, he stepped out from that tomb. And he was no longer a silent lamb. He was the lion of tribe of Judah. And he was roaring with the resurrection power. And saying, now I have a name that is above all name. The message is, he's not here. He's not in the tomb. He's risen. It is Sunday. It is Passover Sunday. It is Easter Sunday. Our Savior has humiliated hell. Our Savior overcame Satan. He has defeated the strategies of hell against you and against your family. Did you know? Jesus destroyed. How power of Satan against your life, against your family. And you can have a new life. 
He has taken your sins and your shame and has pronounced that you are forgiven. If you repent from your sins, you are a child of the highest God. Can you imagine? It is Sunday and Jesus is coming. Do you believe it? It is Sunday and Jesus is coming back. As he said, it was Friday, a Black Friday. <laughs> but in that Black Friday, there was no cheap products on sale. No, because Jesus was paying the price of our sins with his own blood. It was very expensive, the price that he paid for your salvation and your forgiveness. He paid a very high price for you to have you. And nowadays, we are so lazy to seek the Lord, so lazy to serve him, so lazy to give our best to him. He bought you. Do you understand that? You belong to him. And nowadays, even to go to church, sometimes it's a shame. So few people go to church. Few people go to serve him. If you let's say, let's pray. Few people pray. You need to remember one thing. Jesus bought you. You don't belong to yourself. You belong to him. He paid very high price for your life. Do you agree? He bought you in that cross. When Jesus died on that cross, a lightning flashed, thunders roared, and darkness came as nails were put into the hands of Jesus, and nails went through his feet, and Jesus was hanging between heaven and earth, suffering for us. We needed to have a revelation of the cross. I pray that you can have a revelation of the cross. What he did for you in that cross, please. I have a question for you. Do you know what is the most sinful place in the history of the world? Do you know? Do you know what is the most sinful place in the history of the world? Do you have any idea? Maybe you are going to say, I think the most sinful place was Sodom and Gomorrah. Because God looked to Sodom and Gomorrah and said, God sent fire. You remember? Or maybe you are going to say the ancient Egyptians. Because they were like, we should do evil things. Or maybe the ancient Rome. Or maybe if you know, nowadays we have the red light district in Amsterdam. If you know what I'm talking about. Or maybe even Brazil during carnival. It's terrible what happened there. But I want to say that all this place that I am talking to you is not the worst place, sinful place. No, no. 
the most sinful place of the history of the world is the cross. The cross is the most sinful place. Why? Because Jesus became the most sinful man that ever lived. Jesus became. Do you know why? He became so sinful, so dirty. Because the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, says, for he became sins for us. He became sin for us. He had never known sin, never. And all of a sudden, he not only had the sins of all the people of that generation, but he had the sins of all mankind upon him. Yeah? Every person that will ever live and that has ever lived, Jesus had their sins upon himself. Jesus became guilty of every sin ever committed. Try now to imagine someone pure and innocent. A person that has never had a dirty thought as you and I. He never had one dirty thought. And all of a sudden, he is guilty of every sin ever done. In history, many men was crucified. In history. But Jesus' suffering was a thousand times worse than any man who have ever been crucified. Did you know that? Many men were crucified. But no one like Jesus suffered like him. In that moment of pain, when he was at the cross, Mark 15, 34, he was on the cross and say, and say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Can you imagine that pure man crying out to his own father? And Jesus was so sinful that his own father had to abandon him. Maybe you never thought that about that. Jesus was dirty. A sin, it was sinful. Not because of him, because of you and because of me. Our sins, immorality, pornography, what some people use it, even now, today. Sexual perversion. Alcohol addiction, cigarette addictions, drugs, idolatry, falsehood, gossip, lies, even Christian lies. All of it was placed on Jesus on that cross. All my sins, 
all your sins were upon Jesus on that cross. In the video that we watched, I love the line where the preacher says, It's Friday. The world is winning. People are singing. And evil is grinning. No. But I want to say it's Sunday. They may be smiling. This dark world, world that some people love, this world, they may be, they may be smiling and winning and, and singing. But I want to say, it's Sunday and Jesus is coming back. It's Sunday and Jesus is coming back. And we better to get our hearts ready. It's better you get your hearts ready. It's better you get your family ready. Because he's coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself because Jesus is coming. I want you to know that we don't only celebrate a resurrection that happened 2,000 years ago. Okay? Of course, we are celebrating that resurrection. But we, we not only celebrate that resurrection. We celebrate another resurrection, if you don't know. The resurrections that is coming for those who have passed in the Lord. Wow. Your mother, maybe she passed away in the Lord. If she passed away in the Lord, your father, maybe your child, your wife, your husband, people that you, you love. People that you missed. People that you think about. People whom I preached in their funeral. One of these days, we will see this other resurrection. I want to read a verse. 1 Corinthians 15, 52. In a moment... In a, tling, in a tingling of one eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Hallelujah. The trumpet will sound. The trumpet will sound, and we are going to be with the Lord where there is no death, where there is no more cry, no more sin, no more pain, for the former things has passed away. I live because of that. Those who are in Christ, the Bible says, even you pass away, even you die, you are going to live. The trumpet is going to sound. Are you prepared for that day? I want you to remind I want to remind you about something. That one angel of the Lord 
is going to change Satan and throw him in the like of fire and sulfur, the Bible says, in which I never go there because Jesus is alive. It is Sunday and Jesus is coming. Could you give him applause? Yeah. He deserves. He is coming back. It's better you get prepared. Prepare your heart because he is coming back. Calvary was a tremendous temporary victory for sa Satan and hell. Yeah. In that day, hell was partying. Satan said, wow, we won. <laughs> Wait, it's just only Friday. Sunday is coming. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, when they put that crown, crown of thorns in his head and he stopped him, his sight and pierced his abdomen, everyone said, Jesus Christ was defeated. And all hell was laughing. <laughs> and hell was weeping. But three days later, at the dawn of the new day, Jesus Christ came out of the tomb. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ defeated Satan. He defeated hell. He defeated the grave. He defeated death. He defeated sin and shame. He defeated and this is the word of what the meaning of Passover. This is the meaning of Easter, if you do not know. It's your deliverance from sin. You don't need to live sinning anymore. Because he delivered you from this power of the darkness. This is meaning, the meaning of Passover or Easter. The, Cal the Calvary was on Friday. But today is Sunday. Today is Sunday. Before his crucifixion, the soldiers beat him three times. Three times the soldiers beat him. After beating him up, they took him across Jerusalem. And have, he had to carry that heavy cross. On his shoulder. On the way, Jesus stumbled and fell. Everything because of you and me. He was weak from the loss of his own blood. And did you know when Jesus was that? Going to, through Jerusalem, the soldiers compelled one African to help him to carry his cross. It was one African that helped Jesus to bear his cross. Mark 15:21. It was not one European. It was not one Brazilian. It was not one Jewish that helped Jesus. But 
Simon of Cyrene from Northern Africa. Jesus belongs to all people. Jesus belongs to all of us. He died for all of us. But one African helped him to carry his cross. Only one African. All that people were watching. Jesus suffering. Many people was there just watching. Some people, they were watching and they were laughing. <laughs> and mocking at Jesus. They said, he saved others and he don't save himself. <laughs> yeah. If you read the Bible, you're going to see that. People were mocking. Some were saying, come on, Jesus. You worked great miracles. You healed many people. You raised Lazarus from the death. You healed blind people. You healed so many people. Why can't you save yourself? Those people that were laughing. They did not realize what God had promised in Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53, 53 8 says, For the transgression of my people who he was punished. The people there were laughing because they did not understand what was written about Jesus. Jesus was to die the death of the cross. He was to die the death of the cross. It was only through that death that he would, he, the world could find forgiveness and salvation. The only way for you to have your salvation, it was through Jesus' death. Jesus could not get out of that cross. God could not help Jesus. Jesus said, if I just pray, Father, you send thousands of angels to take me out. <laughs> but no, he was there to pay the price of your freedom. He was there to pay the price of your deliverance. He was there to pay the price of your salvation. He was there to pay the price to have you serving him in his kingdom. He, 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 he died at that, at that cross to have your life. And if you serve him now, one day you will be with him. Because in that Friday, he died for you, but Sunday is coming, and one day we're going to see him face to face. I am waiting for that day. You don't know how much in my heart I rejoice for the day of my death. You don't ma imagine. I am waiting for that day. I am waiting. The day when I'm going to see my Savior. I am living every day, each day of my life. For eternity. And why are you living? Unfortunately many people there. Is wasting their time. Wasting their life. And don't live for Jesus. This is why Paul the apostle said. For me to live is Christ. 
to die is gain. It's better. Acts 4, verse 12. Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Pay attention. There is no other way to salvation. No other way. You cannot go to any of kind of saints, ask to other, only through Jesus Christ. There is no other way. The only way that you can ever get to heaven is by the way of the cross through repentance. When you repent from your sins and you say, Lord, I have sinned against you and I'm here, please forgive me. And I'm going to live for you. My life is not for my own Belongs to you, Jesus. And I'm going to live for you. If Jesus Christ had not gone to that cross, you could never have your sins forgiven. If Jesus had not gone to that cross, you had no forgiveness of sins. Only through the cross can we find our way back to God. This is why it's so important that Jesus stayed on that cross. He bare. He suffered. But okay, I'm going to die for them. The only way back to God is through Jesus Christ. You and I, pay attention, you and I had broken God's law. We deserved death. We deserved judgment. And we deserve hell. Yes. We deserve. Because we are not so good. I know you have sinned a lot. Yeah. But God looked at us and God said, You have sinned, I know. But wait a minute. I'm going to give my son. I will let him die. I will let him took the judgment. I will let him to go to hell because of you. If, and said, if you put your trust in my son and repent from your sins, I will forgive you. And he said, I will give you a new life. I will give you peace, joy, and satisfaction that you could never find in other way. I know what I'm talking about. When years ago I was one young addicted man living a sinful life. When I said, then I had one encounter with Jesus said, and I listen, one preacher like you are watching me right now. I listen, but I answer to him, Jesus, I want to serve you. I accept the challenge. You bought me at the cross and here I am, I'm going to serve you. The most relevant message in the world today is the fact that Jesus died for you. This is the most relevant fact and message. He died in your place. He shed his blood for you and without repentance of sin, we cannot be saved or forgiven. This is the gospel. Without repentance of sins, we cannot be saved or forgiven. And I want you finishing 
talking about what happened in that cross. When Jesus was on that cross, maybe you know, two murders and thieves were one his left and another on the right. Do you remember? Have you read? Two, two murders. One of them was mocking on Jesus. The another one was silent, just listening. But the one who was silent, he rebuked the other. Let's read. Luke 23, 40, 41. But the other criminal rebuked him, his fellow that was in the other side. He said, don't you fear God, he said. Since you, since you are under the same sentence, look what he said. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Wow. This is so pro profound. He said, that man, he said, Oh, we are sinners. We are sinners. We deserve hell. We are dying justly. It's okay. We did, we did wrong. And we deserve to be crucified. But that man in the middle, he is the son of God. And he did nothing wrong. Then let's see what he said. Then, 42 and 43. Then the criminal said, let's read all together. Jesus, remember me? When you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him. Truly I tell you. Today you will be with me in paradise. You need to understand. You need to understand what the Bible says. Both of them were in that cross. One of them says, if you are the son of God, what are you doing there? Do something for you and for us. But the another one said, shut up. We are sinners. We are dying this cross because we deserve. We are sinners. We are dying justly. But that one He's the son of God. Didn't you see how many miracles he did? What he did? He's the son of God. Don't fear God. And then because he repented from his sin, he said, we did wrong. We are dying justly. But what he said to Jesus? What was his question? What he asked Jesus? Jesus? Remember me. Remember me. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, Today you will be with me in paradise. 
This is what we all need to do. First, you need to look at yourself and to recognize your sins. I have done so many wrong things. And you need to repent. This is what he did. He didn't go to heaven because just he asked Jesus. No. He said, I am dying justly. I am a sinner. And you have to confess your sins before the Lord. Second, there is no salvation unless through Jesus Christ. And he said, you are the son of God. He recognized Jesus as the only Savior. And you need to do the same. You need to say, I am sinner. Jesus, you can save me. I have sinned against you. Forgive all my sins. When you repent and you go to the Lord and say, I am sinner. Do you know what are going to happen with you? Today, you are going to get saved. Today. Let's stand up, please. Close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. Now you are having, don't move, please. Because now it's a time for you to talk to the Lord. You need to give one answer to the Lord. Because he paid very high price for you at that cross. He paid, he died for you. And we need to, to do what that murderer did. He recognized his sin. I want to challenge you, please, look to your life. There is no salvation without repentance. The only sin that God forgives is repented sin. That man, he confessed Jesus was the son of God and cried out for salvation. And you need to do the same today. You are going to say, Lord, I am a sinner. Please forgive me. He loves you. And he is willing to forgive you and to forget all your past. And to write a new story for your life. He has a new story for your life. But you need to stop doing what you are doing. And to start a new life. And he's calling you. Come to me. If you put your trust in Jesus and repent from your sins. He'll forgive you. And he'll change you. Please pray this prayer after me and say, thank you, Jesus. I, I ask you, please, all of you, please pray this prayer after me saying, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me on that cross. I am a sinner. And I ask you, forgive all my sins. I repent from all my sins. You paid the price for my life. And I give my life to you today. I'm going to serve you. I want to be faithful to you. Write my name in the book of life. From today on, 
I will serve you. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for dying that cross. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen.